You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. What is going on, guys? It is Ivan Simmental, your trusted mortgage advisor. And today, we are going to be talking about the 2021 FHA student loan guidelines. So as you know, or as you may not know, there have been some updates with the student loan guidelines, particularly with FHA loans. And in this episode, we are going to go over the differences, kind of give you a before and after of what's changed and why it's beneficial and why it's much better now. We appreciate you and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. So let's dive right in. So anybody who has ever tried to get approved for an FHA loan with student loans, it's been a headache. It's been a hassle and it's been very, very difficult because they had certain guidelines that made it difficult with the percentage that they would count against your debt to income ratio. So let's say, for example, you had a payment that was reporting on your credit report for your student loans of $100. FHA and the guidelines would take it as 1%. So for example, if you had $100,000 in student loan debt, just throwing out a high number, some of you may, some of you may not have that student loan debt, but let's say you had $100,000 in student loan debt and you were on an income-driven repayment plan that on your credit report shows that you only have to pay $100 a month. Well, on FHA, the old way, they would automatically hit you with 1% of that $1,000. So you're only paying $100 and it's reporting on your credit report. But the old guidelines, they would hit you for $1,000 against your credit report. That made it incredibly difficult to try to get approved for an FHA loan with a lot of student loan debt or even minimal student loan debt, $30,000, $20,000, $40,000, $50,000. It would be the equivalent to have a car payment. Now, Let's talk about what's changed. So with the new rule, which is awesome and I love, now we can go based off of what's on your credit report, right? So if you're on an income-driven plan and you're paying only $50 or $100, that is what goes against you on your debt-to-income ratio. So that is the new one what's on your credit report. Also, income-driven repayment plans are allowed, like I said. So if you're on a very low payment, That is what we hit you for. So that is also good news. If there is a zero balance on your credit report, and here is where it makes a huge difference. Before, we would have to hit you with that 1%. Now, the new update is a half a percent, which makes a huge difference. Now that $100,000 student loan debt, instead of being $1,000 against your debt to income ratio, now it only counts against you for $500 on your debt to income ratio, which is amazing. And it makes it easier for qualifying purposes. And it's been a lifesaver on tons of deals for me specifically. So now, what does this mean for you guys? Why does this matter for people with student loan debt? Why is it important? Why are we making a big deal about it? Why are we creating this awesome podcast and this awesome video for you guys to watch and listen to? Because it makes it easier for those of you that have worked so incredibly hard to get an education get through college, long nights of studying, 
you know, hard test, you know, four years, six years, eight years, however long you've been in school. Now it makes it easier for you to qualify and it, and it gives you a better chance for you to qualify for a home loan. And that is why mortgage professionals like myself are really happy that they finally changed these guidelines because it was extremely difficult for individuals with student loan debt to get qualified because of the large payments. And this makes me happy. One, because we get to help more families and more college grads get to become homeowners and own a piece of land. I also wanted to touch on CAVERS. What are CAVERS? CAVERS stands for Credit Alert Interactive Voice Response System. What is that? This is something that is used to determine if you've been delinquent on any student loans that you currently have. Now, there are two types of student loans. The first one is private. And that one gets treated as a regular account. That one doesn't go under the umbrella of federal student loans because it's a private student loan. And as long as you've been paying it on time, that's totally fine. But now say you do have a late on that specific loan, it gets treated like a regular account where they want you to be on time for at least 12 months. Now let's talk about the one that really matters. And these are federal student loans. These are the ones that can hold you back if you are looking to get an FHA loan. You cannot be delinquent. You cannot be late. You cannot owe money to them because it'll automatically disqualify you for an FHA loan. And that is what professionals like myself use uh, CAVERS for. Even though it shows on your credit report that you've been on time and everything looks great, we still run CAVERS because we need to be 100% sure that you do not owe any money, you're not delinquent, you're not on default in any of these types of loans. So if you are in CAVERS, there are three ways that you can get yourself out of CAVERS. And we are gonna touch on all three right now. And these are in no particular order. Number one, you negotiate a settlement. So say you owe 5,000, 4,000, whatever that looks like, you negotiate a settlement with whoever's holding your loan so that you can get out of cavers. Number two, apply for loan consolidation. This can typically take anywhere from two to three months as you consolidate your loans and bundle them up for lack of better word. And this can actually take about two to three months depending on how quick you can get it done. But this is another way that you can get yourself out of Cavers. And number three, enter a loan rehabilitation program. Now, this one will take a little bit longer because it is on a timeline. It can take anywhere from six to nine months, even 12 months to actually get yourself out of Cavers. But it is an option. The most important thing to remember here is you do not want to be on Cavers. We do not want to see delinquent, default, late, anything like that, because that automatically disqualifies you for FHA financing. So guys, there we have it. It is possible to get qualified for a home loan with student loans, especially going FHA. I hope you found this video informative. If you guys have any questions or any feedback, please leave it in the comments down below. And guys, we really, really appreciate you guys tuning in and stay tuned for the next one. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 